Hey there and welcome. Are you ready to put your digital marketing on steroids? Well, you've come to the right place. This is the Impressive Digital Marketer Podcast. Digital marketing runs through our veins. So listen up to get some seriously impressive ideas for your business. Let's do this. Okay, so yeah, there was four episodes within our webinar series, Proactive Marketing in Tough Times. Uh, so the four episodes that we covered, episode one, you were actually on that, Alicia, weren't you? I was. Yes, I had myself, Rob, and um, who Sam. else did I have? Sam, that was it. So um, Rob's the founder and CEO of Impressive Digital, got huge experience. Sam, uh, strategy director for Impressive as well. And he's had experience running, he's got international experience. He's run a, a technology business in the UK as well as here. Um, and then yourself and you guys did an episode. So what I'll do is I'll quickly summarize all four, then we'll go through them one by one. You guys did an episode expanding your horizons in e-commerce. Episode yes. two Episode two was with myself and I actually had uh, Alfonso Rodriguez, who's our partnerships manager here at Impressive. I had Lisa Tafe from Cody Agency and Nick Bell from about a dozen agencies globally, AFR, Rich Lister and stuff. Our, part, our podcast was on partnerships and, and specifically on strategic partnerships within marketing, but also outside of marketing. So we'll dig deep on that in a moment. Episode three was... Uh, with Rob again, and he was with Harry Bown, our sales and strategy manager here at Impressive. Harry's got an uh, experience with HubSpot. So their episode was actually on giving your technology an upgrade. So just using a technology to improve efficiency and, and ROI. And then the last episode we did was a really cool one. We had Dora, our head of client services, and Mark, our head of delivery, um, head of digital. They did an episode where they had a couple of guests come on and it was actually, so pivoting is a big buzzword right now, but we actually had two businesses, a large business and a small business who've had to pivot very recently and just a case study of, of what they did and then how they were able to achieve those wins. So Alicia, you ready? We'll kick into episode one. Yeah, absolutely. So our first episode was about, I guess we discussed the fact that consumer confidence is low given the current economic crisis that we're all going through globally mm -hmm. um, and just I guess my experience personally um, being at the forefront as an account manager and managing lots of clients what we saw there was that yes consumer confidence is low overall all the stats show that at the moment mm -hmm. but people are still buying and I think as we are coming out of this crisis well not coming out of it but I guess people are getting used to the fact that we're going to be in this for a little while now Lots of businesses are pivoting really quickly. And I know you said that's a buzzword, but I found that a lot of businesses like our restaurants, we've got storefronts that are shutting down for, mm. for other clients in you know, fashion um, industries and things like that, mm. that are having to inject more money into online because they need to build that presence right now because it's, it's actually more important than ever. So yep. you've got that side of it. And then you've also got you know, other businesses that are, that are really being affected and aren't able to run at the moment. So I guess yeah. what we went through in our episode was a combination of both. So some tactics to combat that and start mm -hmm. trying to, we talked about building customer bases. Yeah. So building customer bases and also um, building a connection with your loyal customers that you've already got, because right mm -hmm. now they're going to be your, um, I guess, key customers to actually try and convert as well. And just yep. ensure that when this is all over, 
you still have them and you still have that connection with them as well. I think that's really key. Like I'm a big fan of, you know, that database that you've got, there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of sleepers in there. There's a lot of customers that, you know, potentially uh, you haven't engaged for a while. And I think that, you know, over this time where, you know, people's buying behaviors are shifting, you know, they're, when we come out of this COVID-19 stuff, there's going to be a lot of people who go, oh, actually, geez, it is much easier to buy stuff online. It is much easier to not have to leave home to get those essential items or non-essential items just delivered straight here. So I think businesses who can just keep engaging with that current database and just keep showing that they are a valued supplier, a valued part of people's lives, that's really key over, over this little period Absolutely. over the next months. Absolutely. And I think the other thing is that a lot of discussions around the fact that when this is all over and done with, it's mm. probably going to change the whole landscape. So yeah. these pivots probably not going to be so much just short term. They're probably yes. going to have to see out at long term perspective as well now because people people's behaviors are changing. And yep. I think the fact that online is easy to purchase as well. A lot of people will probably shift into purchasing in that space because it's what they used to by that time as well. Mm. So there's a, there was a lot of interesting conversation around, yeah, I guess growing your, your database through you know, email automation, also changing your messaging and being able to connect with customers and where they are currently. So you know, yep. changing messaging to being working from home, taking photos and things like that in mm. the home, utilizing your connections. But I think mm. we go more into that in... Um, episode two and three. Yep, um, yep. We'll get into those. Yeah. And just service shifts. Yeah. Like you and I are actually working on a client right now who is, well, the interesting thing is they were taking a, a really kind of long-term view towards a shift to e-com. I won't name the brand, but it's a global brand, yeah. really well known. And they were taking quite a long-term view and they were going to do lots of this sort of database building and brand building, brand awareness uh, educational content and the like over a real, really long period before they pulled the trigger on on ecom, which was a, which when the the strategy was first kind of um, discussed was a great strategy. But then all of a sudden, we've got this huge shift. Everyone's indoors. No yeah. one's going to physical retail outlets. So now they're having to think about okay, well, do we need to bring forward that ecom launch date? Do we need to think about okay, well, buying behaviour is going to be shifted, you know, permanently really soon. What are we? What can we do? Yeah, and I think the fact that that people are going to be purchasing from who, what, where is available right now and who's making it easiest for them to purchase. So yes. I think if the brand awareness isn't there now um, yep. and your competitors are doing it, um, you're sort of one step behind and it yep. might be quite costly um, mm. at the end of this to try and pick back up and get back in the game. Well, you're basically so, giving other businesses a head start. You know, Absolutely. and then you're trying to catch up yeah. that gap at the end of this. It's not going to be easy. No, it's a tri tricky landscape to navigate, but um, I think remaining present and doing as much as you can to keep connected with your mm. loyal customers is yep. probably key right now. For sure. Cool. So that was episode one, expanding your horizons in e-commerce and marketing tactics. So covering off on marketing tactics when consumer confidence is low. So what we'll do in the liner notes of this podcast, we will have the link impressive.com.au forward slash post webinar. So you can see all of these different webinars, uh, but that's a summary of episode one. If you've got an e-com business or you're looking to shift more to e-com, you should 100% listen to that podcast webinar. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this, is a, this is a podcast. And on episode two, I ran through uh, partnerships in marketing. So I had some really cool guests. I had Alfonso Rodriguez, who runs our partnerships channel here at Impressive. I had Lisa Tay, who is a LinkedIn superstar. She's, she's founder and CEO of Cody Agency. And I had Nick Bell, who's also a LinkedIn superstar and AFR rich lister, and he owns about a dozen agencies all over the world. 
So we had a really cool talk about just mutually beneficial relationships. And what I did to them was I threw to them early on what percentage of their current revenue is driven by partnerships. And the numbers were really interesting. Like they were, I mean, Fonz's role is purely partnership. So obviously most of his revenue is in that space, but Lisa and Nick were like between 50 and 70% of, of, of overall revenue, which is huge. That's so, yeah, it's massive. Yeah. I was shocked when I heard that, to be honest. Yeah. I thought that yeah. was really interesting to hear. And we, we sort of covered off on some really cool things because the thing is like, as Nick pointed out in the pod, like lead generation and, and you know, when consumer confidence is low, as much as there's opportunity there, there's less people who see that opportunity. So the, the volume of leads that you can pull through via paid campaigns, SEO, whatever, whatever channels, events, or there's not really live events anymore at the moment, but the volume of those leads is down at the moment. So a really good way to kind of safeguard yourself against periods like this is to make sure you've got really strong partnerships that are driving your referrals. Now we spoke about different ways you can structure those, you know, whether they be informal type partnerships or whether they be more sort of formal, you know, whether it's white label or affiliates or some kind of structured partnership to, uh, to entice people to, to refer business your way and back. When you were working client side, Alicia, did you, did you, have you had any experience across partnerships or was that a, a part of what your, your sort of marketing repertoire at the time? I did. I've actually had a dual role where I was in part partnerships and part yep. marketing. Oh, cool. Um, so that was a good blend. Um, yep. But definitely have had experience in partnerships. And I think ours were probably more on the formal side. Yep. Um, so definitely had, they were incentivized partnerships. I know mm-hmm. Alf discussed that, you know, um, whether they should be more informal or formalizing them um, and incentivizing them to actually, I guess, try and get those partners to mm. actively promote and I guess share referrals and things like that as well. Yep. So definitely have experience in that space. And again, for the company that I worked for, it worked really well as well. Yeah. Um, well it nothing- was good. What was that? Sorry. Oh, no, I was just going to say there's nothing better than dealing with a warm referral. Like it, they come in, absolutely. They come in yep. so so ready. So there's the trust is so much there. I think, like I call it a the old alley oop pass. If someone can just sort of pop that ball up near the rim for you to just finish it, just dunk it home. A good referral should be like that. They should be, they should feel confident that you're going to be able to deliver on what on what you uh, on what they you know the product that's needed. They should feel confident in your ability to relate to the to the prospect to the client. You should be in a really good position to close it at a high rate and deliver at a high rate because a referee is only going to refer something that they feel really confident that you can do. Yeah, exactly. And I think the other thing is like they, like you said, they're coming in with trust because they've already yep. trusted the person who's referred you. Plus yep. you can get a bit of background for that from that person as well. So you're actually mm. preparing yourself as well. It's not such a cold lead for you too, which is great. So that was episode two. We also talked a bit in there around you know, what to do in a, in a off-peak season, which it is right now for lots of businesses, how to find those partners that you should be working with, how to qualify them, that sort of stuff. So it's a real good episode. That was episode two, Partnerships in Marketing. I uh, definitely recommend every business jumps on that because whether you're a lead gen, e-com, you know, whatever professional services, my salivant business in, in the wedding industry relied hugely on, on referrals, especially once I was up and running for a couple of years. So I think it's, um, yeah, some, some huge benefit there. And, and the, the great thing. I was going to say the fact that everyone's in the same position at the moment and people, some companies are looking to cut costs and are yep. looking for partnerships. So yep. making sure that you're present and you're getting your message out there and, and sharing that and uh, enabling yourself to connect is really important right now too. 100%. And everyone loves the, uh, the old CPA, cost per lead, even a referred lead. So um, <laughs> it, it, it definitely helps the bottom line. Yep.
Now, episodes three and four, so we weren't involved in these ones, so we probably won't be able to dive as deep. We'll just give a quick summary and then people can jump on to the link and have a look at the webinars themselves. Now, episode three was uh, giving your technology an upgrade and it was around how to improve your efficiency and ROI using technology. So we had Rob, uh, CEO and founder of Impressive. He's won a bunch of awards around entrepreneurship and leadership and, and, you know, and the like. And we had Harry Bound who works for Impressive, but he was one of the original foundation members of HubSpot in Australia when they started out. So his experience across tech is huge. But basically what they did is they went through a bit of a recap of, of where we're at now, COVID-19 and, and how using technology with your marketing and MarTech, you know, how, how these can be, this is a really good time to order what you're currently doing and to look to, you know, potentially optimize what you're doing, cut off programs that aren't working, figure out other ways to, to optimize your business. They did a fair bit around e-commerce and, and, you know, what sort of considerations we, when you are moving online. But what I found really interesting was more their examples within database segmentation, HubSpot and ActiveCampaign around segmentation, personalization, and, and really how to dig deep on sending out messages that are hitting the right note with your customers. Yeah, there was a there was a few in there. I thought that was really interesting too, Russ. And there was a few points um, that also stuck out for me, which was they discussed um, conversion rate optimization, so CRO as well, and some little quick wins which yep. businesses can adapt and adopt right now. Which is mm -hmm. they said instead of you know if you've got a website that's not converting at a high rate, it's number one is like understanding and tracking those leads that are coming through properly, or I guess purchases that are coming yep. through. And then if, if you need to optimize your website, rather than going through a whole website redevelopment right now, they discuss using landing pages and setting up A-B testing and things like that so that you can actually yeah. understand what's happening and then adopt that when you get to that point where you're ready to do a full website redesign. Yep. So a little quick wins around that. And then um, one more just quickly was negotiation. So learning to negotiate um, with any software companies that you're that was using. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That was really good. So like understanding that a lot of them when they're doing their pitches are using a cookie cutter approach. Yep. Um, and they were just they were just teaching really cool tactics to to get around getting them out of that space and mm. being able to, I guess, leverage some power there. And yeah. understand what's the best for your business too. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah. So that was episode three on using technology to um, to give your give your business an upgrade. So definitely, definitely great value in there. Now the last episode we did was episode four. So it was a bit of a different tact for this one. We had Dora, our head of client services, and Mark, our head of digital. They were hosting the program and and we had two guests. So basically this one was around strategies to help businesses pivot. And it was real conversations with actual business owners and decision makers who've had to pivot recently because of either because of COVID-19 or because of just shift in consumer behavior. So we had Corinne Vallelonga from Bump. So um, what, what did Bump do again? Sorry, it's the, it's yoga and health and fitness, Bump Health and Fitness. Sorry. Yeah, pre and postnatal. That's right. Health and fitness. But, and then we also had Grant Lee. He's the CEO of Concept8. They actually are the franchisors. So they've got hundreds of QSR, quick, quick service restaurant franchises, Noodle Box, Walk in a Box, and a number of others. They've obviously had a big shift right now with no one eating out. So really cool episode. Uh, you know, what we did is sort of spoke to both of those businesses and, and got some understanding as to, you know, how they saw this shift in, they, they saw some of the shift coming already um, and some opportunities that were laid out in front of them. For, for Corinne, it meant she got to partner up with a, um, a really big online retailer here in Australia. 
and that's been really big for her business. And for Grant, it was more around the fact that they kind of, they had geared their business a long way towards delivery already. And then with this massive shift and lots of food businesses in a lot of trouble, uh, Concept 8 and their franchises are in a much, much better place than most because they had already seen this kind of shift. Not a wholesale shift. No one saw the, the virus coming, but they were certainly much more prepared to yeah. connect with their customers at this time. I think that's an awesome episode for anyone that's going through that shift right now yeah. where their business isn't able to operate. There's so many good tips and just some guidance around where to start and, mm. and I guess how to start restructuring your business and your offering. So I think that one's really good for anyone in that state at the moment too. Excellent. Cool, cool. So that was episode four. The title was Strategies to Help Businesses Pivot, a conversation with real business owners and decision makers. Cool. So that is the first webinar series for Impressive. So proactive marketing during tough times. As I said, we will pop that link below. Definitely recommend you jump on. So they're actually video webinars. Obviously, there's questions coming through from the audience. If you've got any questions around anything you hear in the in, you've heard in today's podcast or anything about the webinar series, you can hit us up at info at impressive.com.au or you should really hit up Alicia or myself on LinkedIn. So Alicia Rutherford, just do a search in LinkedIn for that. Uh, Russ McCumber in, link, in LinkedIn as well. That pretty much wraps us up. Did you have anything you wanted to add before I sign us off, Alicia? No, I completely agree with you, Russ. I think reach out if anyone's got any questions that we haven't covered or hasn't been covered in any of the webinars you've listened to. We're all so open to helping and bringing other businesses together. So just feel free to reach out to any of us. Excellent. Cool, cool. So that's been the Impressive Digital Marketer. As always, if you've enjoyed it, jump online, write us a review on Apple Podcasts, on Pocket Cast, Stitcher, SoundCloud, wherever you've, wherever you've heard it, Spotify. Make sure you write really cool stuff about us. Share it around. People who are into digital marketing. Thanks again. That's the Impressive Digital Marketer. Thanks, Alicia. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.